it is very difficult to analyze the category of truth and falsehood within each one. There are even theorems that prove that truth is a category beyond our logic or reasoning. In order not to get confused, we can try to see it from another point of view, all the stories have a common root, and they are all a reflection of each other. We all forget where we come from and choose the most comfortable and convenient story for what we want and that is what we share and reflect with others, seeking our own benefit. Obviously, society demands a truth with all the details to protect itself as a whole and not just the interests of an individual or a group of individuals. The latter is the most convenient so that society does not break down and thereby harm all the individuals that make it up. The more advanced a society is, the more it understands the latter. The fact that many agree to reinforce each other a narrative that is biased and that omits what they do not like or what would threaten their self-image and position towards others, the narrative normal, general, the version of history accepted on the screens of mass entertainment, etc., does not mean that what we do not like did not exist or exist, that it is not part of a chain of causes and present and existing consequences. It does not mean that the whole story does not exist and cannot be reconstructed. In the latter, the strictly personal details, for the small, petty and passing pleasure of feeling better than the one we are talking about behind the back, who sells so much on the networks, are usually not important. We all, in our impulses, come from a common history and everyone, when judging personal traits, is speaking only of himself and in terms of ignorance nobody knows the essence or the real impulses that make something or someone exist, much less in the case of himself. It is important to talk about the imbalance in our relationships and what happens, and also important to talk about the root of it, this common history, both in the individual and general vision, we have forgotten where we came from. The following are not abstract concepts. Each person is born naturally with a certain attitude even more basic than the instincts of survival and development to reproduce, the attitude of receiving or taking for oneself, without sharing, everything that can give me satisfaction. Biological development is also directly associated with the development of this attitude of receiving through an environment that moderates it and makes it see from the first moment that it is also necessary to give in and provides it with two images, in a certain balance, from whom he receives. As representatives not only of the whole of the larger society which actually sustains everyone and with which you will come into contact later, or are already in contact through others on our same level, but of the two opposing general principles, that by associating, hold reality. The same story for everyone even when it manifests itself differently in each one, too. Through the interactions and all kinds of rehearsals between these two principles, we form a structure that we call reality, or the world that each and everyone sees. From this point of view, it is obvious that if society in general is not balanced in these principles, each unit that makes up society cannot be fully balanced or produce individuals fully balanced with their surroundings. And this produces the things that shock us, horrify us and prefer to ignore while we can behind the small and innocuous acts to obtain something I want or to keep a greater part allowed by the laws or the uses of the environment in which I am, to what horrifies us the most, is the principle of receiving what I want with or in spite of others. The difference lies in the limits that modified this program while we were being raised, in some they establish limits in which one automatically stops before killing with one's own hands in order to have what one wants, and in others it stops before killing directly but he doesn't care that indirectly getting what he wants has deadly consequences for others. Another stops before a direct serious harm to others, another stops before an indirect serious harm to others, on and on to the most noble degree possible in a society still in imbalance, which obviously are the ones who are left without possessions and ignored by the majority not forever, the limit is when they have to fight for their survival and be taken into account and there are bloody revolutions and riots. Once again, these are not abstract concepts, nor are they denunciations or calls for change in any of the ways in which we currently seek to apply justice and sustain societies. 
but an attempt to gain conscience of how this process has been going on almost automatically for millennia and analyze where it leads us. No drastic change in our ways will work if we don't take this into account. The process seems to lead us to remember where we really came from. While we are simply a will to take what I want for myself, the fact that we survived and have built a civilization that allows more than one person to exist, reminds us that we also come from the opposite principle to everything that we are. That is why, apart from doing what is necessary in the plane that we know, at the same time we need to be aware that no change will bring the balance we seek if it is not preceded by an authentic change in the real attitude of each person. A return to the beginning from which we came. That is why even if someone goes out with a sword to defend all the helpless against the evil but does it for his own glory and power, the result will be worse. If someone spends billions to defend and give everyone who needs something, but does it for his own image and self-exaltation, the result will be much worse, and so in any action, indicating the true direction we will take. Our very nature can deceive us and convince us that this will happen in a long time and it will not touch me. But those conclusions can be. One more lie to oneself.